Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Detectives. When a dying man mumbled for a doctor, his words were bad medicine for a killer. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. Take it from me, Jerry Browning, private detective. Anything can drive people to crime. Lieutenant Dawson and I had had dinner together, and I was driving him home. We turned into the park, then suddenly... The hulking shape of a police ambulance whipped through the drive and sped past us. Follow him, Jerry! I pressed the accelerator to the floor, and only seconds behind the ambulance pulled up at City Hospital. Dawson cornered one of the cops from the ambulance. What's up, Cochran? Accident? You got me, Lord. We pick up a guy with his head bashed in. He don't tell us who done it, just keeps mumbling about getting him to his dock. But there wasn't time for that, so we brought him here. In the operating room, the man was already on the table. See, Doc. Jewel. Doc. Take it easy, pal. This doc will take real good care of you. No. No. One of the cops standing alongside the table shook his head. The guy's wacky, loot. All the time he's been yammering for somebody named Doc Jewel. Jerry, get his doctor. I hurried outside to the corridor, found the phone booth, opened the directory to physicians. There was only one listing for a jewel, Dr. Lucius M. I reached Dr. Jewel, told him to hurry over to City Hospital, and went back to the operating room. We're too late, Jerry. No doctor can help him now. What this man needs is an undertaker. When a police car picked up a badly injured man... He died before his own doctor could reach him. A little man carrying a black bag came hurrying down the corridor. Dr. Jewell? That's right. Where's my patient? I'm afraid he's beyond your help, Dr. Jewell. But maybe you can still help us. Dr. Jewell followed us willingly, but when he saw the body... There's been some dreadful mistake, gentlemen. This man was not one of my patients. I never saw him before in my life. I turned to Dawson. Now what? Jerry, that's a silly question. What we do now is find the murderer. Maybe it was the doctor who killed him. Oh, great. All we had to do now was check a couple of thousand MDs and ask them did they kill a patient. I didn't like the job. Maybe that's why I got me a small brainstorm. Dawson, what if the dead man was trying to tell us about a crook, not a doctor? What if the jewel, instead of being a name, is a real McCoy, a gem, maybe a diamond? Jerry, I believe you're on to something. Remember Doc Aylert, Herman Aylert, the jewel thief? I nodded. It was easy to remember Doc. I'd helped put him out of circulation five years ago for the theft of the Vanderwater rubies. Yeah. And Doc's out of jail now, so let's go pay him a call. Doc Aylert wasn't hard to locate. We found him tending bar at the Welcome Inn. Sure, I wake him regular. You guys got nothing on me. I'm strictly legit. And he was. Doc had an alibi as strong as the liquor in the establishment. Been here since four o'clock this afternoon. Haven't left the place. The boss will prove it. We worked that angle. 
talk to Joe Gentry, the owner of the Welcome Inn. Doc Straight now, a good guy. I'll vouch for him. We had to leave it at that. The Welcome Inn was a moldy dive, but it never had trouble with the law. We checked the place for signs of a beat-up, but we drew a blank. Back at headquarters, we went through the missing persons file. We put a description of the dead man on the teletype. Another blank. Dawson and I looked helplessly at each other. This one's a Lulu, Jerry. And maybe that guy was a vagrant, just one of those ships that pass in the night. I straightened up. Dawson, that's it. Come on. Dawson got up, but he looked as baffled as ever. Jerry, I don't mind going on another wild goose chase with you, but what is it this time? I'm all at sea. Dawson, that's where we both should be, at sea. I've got a hunch that's the kind of dock the poor guy was muttering about before he died. A dock for ships. In the next two hours, Dawson and I prowled around every dock from the warehouse district to the place where they peddled French fried shrimp. But no one had witnessed a fight or anything else that could possibly link up with the case. Yet I wouldn't give up. I made Dawson go with me to the port authority. Joel, Carson is such a ship. Check the registry myself. Cleared her papers only two hours ago. In one moment. The clerk disappeared and came back with the information we needed. She's a tanker bound for Canada carrying oil and machine tools. Wait, her tiny... We didn't wait. We got to the harbor police. And because the jewel was already out of their jurisdiction, they got us to the Coast Guard. I've been on some wild rides in my time, but nothing equal to one on that cutter. We clipped through the water at over 20 knots, and we caught the jewel, all right. Ahoy, jewel! Stand by for boarding! The reply we got was stepped up speed from the jewel. There's our answer, boys. That tanker's running away from something. The Coast Guard captain had the answer to that. A cannon shot across the bow of the jewel. She hove to then, and we boarded her with a search party. I'm Captain Webster, gentlemen. I, I didn't realize you were the Coast Guard. I, I'm always afraid of hijacking. I'll bet you are with a cargo of tools and oil. Look, Webster, you're going back for questioning, so you might as well tell the truth now. Which member of your crew got his head bashed in and why? Webster couldn't answer. Didn't need to, because just then the search party came up from the hold with a box of guns and ammunition, and there were plenty more down below. Captain Webster, you're under arrest for smuggling arms. Webster talked after that, and so did others of his crew. The jewel was working with a syndicate that smuggled arms into Canada for transshipment to South America. One man who hadn't been in on the conspiracy was Jennings, the second mate. When he found out what was going on, he left the ship, got picked up by syndicate members on the dock, taken back to town, slugged, and left for dead. Dawson cleaned up the syndicate at our end, and the Canadian authorities did the rest. Like I said, anything can trap a killer, even a dying man's request for a doctor. <laughs> 